uh, it was actually really, really easy. Really improved my dough handling skills. It, it reminds me a lot, especially the handling. Welcome to Such Small Portions, the homestyle Jewish food podcast where we cook together and try not to chew on Mike while we talk about it. I'm Jordan Tepper, Chief Confectionery Officer of East Tasty Candy Company. And I'm Wes Scoggins. I'm a chef here in Nashville and run the Jewish Cowboy Food Truck. We want to hear from you. You can now email us at suchsmallportionspod at gmail.com. Today, we are making rugula. Wes, did you know that plural rugula is rugula? Uh, I, I, I actually did. I had no idea. Ah. I thought it was like deer. Deer is deer. <laughs> I thought rugula was rugula, but it's rugula. Being in the South, like you can go into uh, your local grocery store. We have Publix around here. Publix makes something like this and they just call it pastry. What have you heard it like any Goyosha pronunciations uh, of Rugula? Um, I think most of the time people don't even try. I don't know if I've ever heard uh, very many, but I can definitely understand in standard English. The CH, we don't quite roll it off the same way. And uh, Rugalak, you know, yeah. Rugaluk. Uh, 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 Rugula? Um, yeah. Uh, Rugalach. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that there's a lot of ways to interpret it, especially if you didn't know um, the cultural origin. Where... Um, so since you grew up in a small town in Texas and, uh, I grew up in Florida, um, you know, I, th I think we might've had some different, in, um, first encounters of, uh, Ruggalach. When was the first time you came in, uh, you tasted it? Oh, just making it at home. Uh, uh, my mom, uh, loved to bake, uh, and she, uh, yeah, we would we would make them at home, especially for holidays. It was kind of a, a standard that she would uh, she would do for for Hanukkah, especially. Even though you know it's not a super traditional Hanukkah food because it's not fried. Yeah, no, she she would always want to do like some kind of traditional Jewish cookie uh, uh, at home. That was definitely my 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 first exposure. I think mine would be at an uh, Oneg Shabbat or. Uh, what other people would say the um the snack time after services <laughs> and i we never made it at home uh this is actually my first time making it from scratch uh and then i just wanted to kind of break the fourth wall for a second here and talk to the people that are listening i'm sure that you all are asking yourself what are they talking about what is regula because we really haven't dived into the what it actually is it's a pastry and um it is it could be savory or sweet and uh it typically looks like a a danish oh uh, yeah 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 you could definitely compare it to that you start with a big rectangle of dough spread your filling on it uh roll that dough up cut slits in that dough and bake it and uh then you uh, cut the resulting log into 
little bite-sized bits. And there's also a, a crescent version uh, where you get little little moon-shaped versions instead of the the kind of square-shaped cookies. And you'll be able to see what we made on our Instagram and our um, the pictures that we're putting on for this podcast. Now, Wes, do you like sweet or savory flavors? For this, definitely, uh, definitely sweet. I definitely lean towards uh, the sweet variation. That was always my uh, my go to for it. That was always my um, my main experience with it, especially in regards to like holidays and at home when my mom would bake it. That was always always my major uh, experience with it. So I didn't know that there was actually a savory option. I've always grown up with it being sweet, and it would always be a fruit filling, apricot, or uh, I think uh, strawberry, mostly yeah. apricot. Right? Uh, I, I see raspberry a lot. Raspberry. For sure. I've seen chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate's one of my yeah. favorites. But then there's the odd one out. There's poppy seed. Yeah. And I, I think the closest to savory that I've gotten is poppy seed. Yeah, which you know you, that's also one of the the OG flavors for Hamantaschen. kind of reminds me a little bit about Hamantaschen. Yeah, I mean, especially you kind of have the buttery kind of crispy dough, uh, some kind of filling. It's really the major difference is you know triangle or cylinder. I have a little bit of uh, trivia for you, Wes. You ready? Yeah. So the pastry finds its origins in Hungarian kifli, Austrian kiffle, and the name comes from Polish where rug translates to horn, like an animal's horn. And there's an it, there is an unsweetened pastry roll called rogel. And I think that's why uh having a, an Ashkenazi background, I mispronounce those and uh it comes out as comfort food. <laughs> Let's adjourn to the kitchen and make some ruglach. Our recipe today comes from Epicurious. You can find a link in the show notes. Because the, the dough required a little extra prep, I, I started it yesterday because you have to make it, then put it in the refrigerator and cool it for 8 to 12 hours. We pounded it out and we put it into a rectangle uh, pan. I got it to about... Uh, maybe a half inch thick, but you don't want it so you don't want it paper thin. The recipe calls for it to be divided into four pieces, and we're going to take one of those pieces and we're going to stretch it out into a 12 by 8 rectangle. So we have the piece of dough uh, that we made. Um, I put it on a silicone mat so it doesn't stick to the counter. And Wes is coating it with flour so it's not as sticky. Now you wanna flour the rolling pin uh, and your services so the dough doesn't stick. Wes is rolling out the dough. So it's about... It says 12 by eight rectangle. A 12 by eight rectangle and also the thickness is um, going to be about the thickness of a, a dime. Adam, what, what type of dough is this similar to in your life as a baker? It's probably close to like a cinnamon roll type of a dough. A little bit like a croissant, but uh, 
I think this is a little more dense than uh, like a croissant de trompe dough. So this dough, this um, this is really easy dough. It has flour, kosher salt, unsalted butter, and cream cheese. So it doesn't have any egg in it. Uh, and, uh, I, I, and it's gonna come out a little bit light and fluffy, just like Adam was saying. It, it reminds me a lot, especially the handling and the consistency of like a, a, a pie dough. Wes just trimmed the, the dough uh, with uh, the, uh, the pastry cutter. Again, if you don't have a pastry cutter, just use uh, a knife or a pizza cutter. We are going to put the fillings onto this square and uh, roll it up. And now we have to prep the fillings. Okay, so Wes, what, what, do we, what is the filling? What are we putting in there? Yeah, so uh, for the filling for the, uh, this, we are gonna be doing a cinnamon sugar, some golden raisins, and some uh, peach preserves. Awesome. Now, we are going to be uh, spreading peach preserves evenly on the dough. I have some just standard golden raisins here. Gonna be sprinkling them evenly onto the peach preserves. A really old school suggestion that you'll see for the raisins is to boil them in honey. Um, if you take the, the, the raisins and boil them in honey, it will give them a plumper, more uh, uh, moist texture. So we have this rectangle, we have peach preserves, we have cinnamon sugar sprinkled on there, we have the raisins sprinkled on there, and we are now going to roll it up. I, uh, I like to work my way side to side. I'll start on one end, push it up, roll it up very gently, and then work my way to the other end, and I go back and forth. It's kind of like trying to peel, peel off a sticker. You can then kind of pinch in the ends a little bit to, uh, it helps keep the jam contained and the fillings contained, and it keeps them from spilling out. Typically, what they uh, want is they want this brushed with uh, milk, and the milk uh, helps with the color, makes it glossy, and it also helps extra sugar to uh, stick to the uh, stick to the outside. The final part of it is we're gonna cut some uh, vent holes in the top. If we did not properly vent this, uh, the steam would build up, and it would. Uh, uh, force ingredients to spill out in a, in a regular way. So we have this on parchment and it is uh, ready to go uh, in the oven. So we're gonna bake that for about 45 minutes um, at 350 degrees and we're gonna have some, some pastries. So the rugelach just came out of the oven. We have them still warm here and Ready to taste them? Yeah, let's give it a go. Before I, I taste mine, I'm going to kind of make some um, comments on how it looks. Uh, when I'm looking at it, it's rolled up and uh, it's not too gooey. The Now, remember we put the milk on the outside. The, the top of it is, has a nice crust to it from the cinnamon sugar. Um, I think this is going to be absolutely delicious. Let's dig in. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I got to try to describe this. This is flaky. It is buttery. The I could taste the apricot. I could taste the peach. And the raisins really add a little extra bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. And texture. Yeah. The, the, the dough is so flaky. The amazing like buttery layers. Just perfect amount of crispness on the outside. Really nice, flavorful, moist inside. This is this is really, really, really good. I think this is one of my favorite cookies. I, I is it a, a cookie? Yeah. Is it a cookie or pastry? Um, I mean, I uh, I think that's a that's kind of a is a is a hot dog a sandwich kind of question. Yeah, I mean, um, are are hamantaschen cookies? I mean, because you're dealing with a lot of the same ingredients just in a different form. Do uh, is something a cookie only if the topping is sitting on top? <laughs> you know, the topping is rolled up. I mean, it's not a topping. It, the 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 filling is in in inside of it here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I think that uh, you, we did a an awesome job at making these. I think that it is an easy to replicate recipe. Oh, super easy! And this is just. Uh, I hope that everyone has a chance to try this recipe. And I think this actually is a good beginner's bake. Like a, anybody is a beginner baker. I think this is a good recipe for them to try. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And it's also, I believe, going to be fun for the whole family to try together. I made the dough previously uh, with my daughter and she had a really good time mixing the butter, the uh, cream cheese uh, along with the flour. And, um, and, and she's eight. Before we finish with this episode, Wes Scoggins, the Jewish cowboy, he had a great, success with his Kickstarter, with his restaurant. Wes, can you clue us in to what has been happening with you and the Jewish Cowboy restaurant? Yeah. Kickstarter was successful. Uh, Got that money and it went towards the down payment on a food truck and uh, the wonderful Katie Pies, uh, a local standard for the last several years. She is sadly leaving the industry. We will all miss her. And she uh, offered the truck to me. I am now in the process of revamping it. I'm going to be uh, uh, putting a new paint job on it and some new equipment inside. And I'm going to be running uh, running Jewish Cowboy uh, out of that. Uh, no, no, no more having to work in other people's kitchens. <laughs> That's an amazing, amazing feeling that you must have right now. What is the one piece of equipment that you are the most excited to have or to be acquiring oh um got a brand new commercial smoker um that i am ecstatic about um being from texas uh i feel very uh partial to smokers uh it's gonna allow me a lot of opportunities with what i can do with it and i'm i'm very excited about all the barbecue that i'll be putting through it we are all so excited and we're gonna definitely keep up to date with uh, your your endeavor with your food truck. You know, Wes, this has been so much fun. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me online at Jewish Cowboy Nashville at Instagram.com. And you could find me on Instagram at East Tasty at my website, easttastycandy.com. 
Our producer is Adam Levin, and the show is executive produced by all three of us. Send us your questions at suchsmallportionspod at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back with some amazing, amazing food. Goodbye. Goodbye.